So as we get ready for the second quarter, Cage, stats, quick looking at the stat sheet. So the Liberty are shooting 42%. The Aces, only 35 which I think is, again, a big tell here for the Liberty on defense, that the Aces are only shooting 35%, easily their worst we've seen in this series so far. And the other telling is that I want to mention here early, 4-2 to two is the turnover battle in favor of the Liberty. They only have two turnovers compared to the Aces' four, but both teams have two steals. But I also want to mention here, Cage, you know we talked about the assist battle in Game 2, how it was 31-19 in favor of the Aces? Well, flip the script because Liberty have seven assists to the Aces one. So again, the Liberty doing a lot of things right here in Game Three. I think there's only one area of concern if you're the Liberty, and that's a free throw line. Not a make from the line thus far for the Liberty. The Aces seven of eight for the free throw line. They're only 0 for two. In fairness, it's not like it's 0 for eight, but still, you're right. They'd like to get to the line a little more often and hopefully make those opportunities work as Benajah Laney is the only player to go to the line for Liberty. And as you said, 0 for 2 she went from the charity strap. But, you know, again, you and I talked about it off off, this, off screen about how it's hard to say how good the Aces have played in this series because of the Liberty playing so poorly. And that continues sort of in this game because... I want to give the Liberty credit, but I don't feel like the Aces have played their best game yet. So it's kind of that double-edged sword for me right now, Cage, of I don't know how to give either team really credit because I don't know how much of a factor the other team has been playing because the Aces have played some amazing basketball in this series. But the Liberty, especially in Game 2, basically gave them no resistance. So how good were they really as we're back here for the second quarter of Game 3? And I know this is something you're not really a fan of the sideline interview, like during the middle of play. It's amazing how these coaches concentrate, uh, are able to. Fo I will say this though: it's it's amazing how these coaches are able to focus. On the game, play in action while while they while while doing an interview in the process because it's easier said than done. And I'll make sure I say again, you're right. I don't like this strategy, especially in the WNBA finals. I think it's a little tacky. As Plum again off an offensive rebound, and it's good. And that's not a good look there for the Liberty. They normally dominate offensive rebounding, but they have not done well in this game so far. Credit, credit to Alicia Clark for keeping that possession alive. And that's a good sign if you're the Liberty, John Paul Jones with an easy layup inside. And another turnover there by Las Vegas. Again, something they've really struggled with here today is the turnover battle. But fortunately for the Aces, it was a dead ball turnover. So sideline out, they can get their defense set.
Now only two seconds left on the shot clock. Teresa Weatherspoon in action. He, uh, watching this in action as John Quill Jones at the end of the shot clock knocks down. They're saying it's a long two, but she's really had it going throughout 12.5 away from the field. And good job disrupting that pass. Only eight left in the shot clock. Fade away from Gray, no good. And one and done for the aces as Vandersloot looks to push the pace. Laney for three, and that's good. And a timeout called by Becky Hammond as it's been a game of runs here. A 9-0 run from the Aces has been countered with a 7-0 run from the Liberty in the last minute 22. Yeah, Cage, these not, not a great start there for the Aces here to come out of the half. The three and offensive rebound was good, but since that moment, Cage, it's been a lot of a lot of liberty, it feels like. And really the only person that has a goal for the aces has been Plum. And even I know Adrian Wilson had two early baskets, but those two were very difficult in the paint and were, were some tough contested shots. As again, we are, of course, at a commercial break with the timeout taken by the Aces. But, Cage, what would you be saying if you were Becky Hammond in this timeout? Move the ball. Don't play one-on-one -on -one basketball. I think them playing one-on-one, -on -one, I think the Aces are resorting to playing one-on-one -on -one basketball and not rely on not resorting to the ball movement that the beautiful ball movement that we have seen from them in the first two games of this series. Now credit to the Liberty. They've really forced them out of their offense, their usual offensive sets or their offensive chemistry. So full credit, full credit to the Liberty for that, but you gotta get, you gotta get to moving the ball around and to being on the same page. Um, because I think that turnover from, I want to say it was Stokes to Clark was literally two people not being on the same page. And just a lot of one-on-one -on -one just a lot of one-on-one -on -one play. Like, if you labor offensively, it's going to, it's going to take a toll on you on the defensive end, the defensive end to try to limit the Liberty, and Liberty who are offensively potent when they do get it going. So it all starts on good, it all starts on good offense and that'll lead to good defense. Well, we'll see if that does end up ringing true here, Cage, as we get, again, still ready for the continuation of this quarter as we now are finally back. And the telling difference between the Liberty... The telling difference between the Liberty and the um, 
I want to say the Aces right now, Liberty are getting to their spots offensively and early in the shot clock. There's a lot of late shot clock situation, late shot clock situations for the Aces of the late. We'll see if that continues here in this one. And literally five seconds left. Not really. It's they've resorted to one-on-one -on -one play. Luckily for Jackie Young, John Quill Jones commits the foul. But I don't. I do not think this is a recipe to recipe for winning games. Really, if you're the racing, I don't I like. Something's got to change offensively, and that play coming out of the timeout was not the greatest play. It was not the greatest play call right there. Luckily, it might end up being two threes. It might have end up. It might end up being two made free throws at the end of it. I love when you get bailed out, Cage, especially in the finals. You know what I've really come to appreciate. You would, you, think being you would think you would think with great guard play from like Jackie Young, Chelsea Gray, and Chelsea Flum, you would think that being switched onto John Cole Jones on offense would be barbecue chicken, but credit Jones. She's really stayed with them laterally. That's a beautiful make there by Brianna Stewart. I'm not sure if I really like that shot because of like how she ended up collecting that collecting that ball, but credit to her, she knocked down the three regardless. Got about you making that shot more than you taking that shot as now out. Alicia Clark open for three and she laced it. The aces are not going away, Cage. And that defensive possession wasn't bad, but Vandersloot. Jumped on, uh, jumped onto Plum, uh, jumped onto that contest as nobody in the paint, and Vandersloot will get the easiest two points she'll ever get. Yeah, that was a little too easy there, you'd say, Cage, for the Liberty on that possession. As Ail Wilson will get the foul. And I, I really don't know if that's a foul. Well, we will I'm going to be a second look at it. I'm going to be honest, Spence, at first glance, I did not think that was a foul. But let's see on the replay right here. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's, that's yeah, not that, a foul. That's a bailout right there. And, and, and the color commentator Cajun said it all. Instead of trying to bully the referees, all the color commentator had to say, Miss Lobo, all she had to say was, I don't think you can play much better defense than that. All you got to say. Hit it right on the head. Uh, summed it up perfectly. You know, as the coaches will say, Cage, you know, there's nothing more passive aggressive than a coach who thinks you played good defense. When they when they look at the referee, look at you, and yell, great defense after they blow the whistle for a foul. Nothing more, nothing more you can say, Cage. Absolutely. And I'll be honest here, as a player, you love that when your coach is looking right at the referee when he says, great job, do it again on defense after they call a foul on you. As Inescu almost got, almost got tied up, and they're going to call it there against Inescu. And there I say it, if she... 
Or did they call it travel? I think they must have called it travel. They called something on Inescu for sure. And this has kind of been telling. And this has been... I know the Aces have attacked the rim a lot. But the Liberty have been on the wrong end of some questionable calls. Clark there misses from long range. But again, Cage, you also still got to think, though, if you're the Liberty, you're kind of pissed off. This game is not farther out of reach than it already is. They're not exactly pulling away from the Aces in this quarter. Inescu kind of kind of messed up her delivery there, and that ball goes long. I mean long is it out of bounds long. Looked like it looked like you shooting the ball. Look like me. No, no, no. I look like you. As Inescu misses her first three of the game with that one. And the Ace also only have one timeout left. The Liberty have all of their timeouts left. As Wilson step back, pulling it while wow, there's Stewart right there, and it's a miss. And the great aggressive take to the rim there by Brianna Stewart, attacking Asia Wilson head on. And I'm not going to lie to you, Spence. As and, uh, soon as I for the a liberty, they take a timeout. Go ahead, Cage. As soon as I, I kind of got interrupted there by, uh, I was gonna say like the aces are really, the liberty are make really making life uncomfortable and hellish on the offensive end for the aces. But then the liberty, the aces got an easy basket courtesy of Alicia Clark with the layup. But we can still be honest here and say this is the most we've seen from Liberty in this series. Because even in game one, which they did lead at the half by three cage, that was because of Maureen Johannes hitting these absolute, just ridiculous threes. And there were a couple. It wasn't like there was one. There were three or four shots that she should not have made that went in. She had no business making those. And so, it's just, it was just it was just one of those halves where it's like you knew that if she had got if 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 she goes back down to earth the aces are in good shape and sure enough she did yeah and sure enough she'd make another basket and hopefully the rest of the game and they don't end up getting any anywhere near where you thought they could have. Mm. And I like that time off from Sandy Brondello. That was kind of like the first position in which there was a defensive breakdown and Alicia Clark cut to the, sort of cut to the basket for a wide open layup. That was the first of its kind of that, it ha that it happened. Next thing you know, Brandello calls the timeout to kind of settle them down defensively. I like the timeout. I got to agree with you there. But again, we got to see if Liberty can keep this up because, again, they've never done this before. 
And I mean, like, play good defense and play defense that makes the Aces uncomfortable. So we'll see if they can keep it up. Because they haven't been able to do it yet in this series. We'll see if they can keep up what they're doing now in this game. Well, the Aces have one timeout left. Liberty have two during this first Liberty timeout of the game. But you gotta worry. You gotta get worried, Cage, because something we talked we talked about the very fir- very first game that I think is gone basically all uh, all Aces side is coaching changes, adjustments, and game plans. And in my opinion, both of those things have gone in the favor of the Las Vegas Aces in this series. I think that Sandy Brundello has been out coached by Becky Hammond in this series. Tonight, a little different. I think the Liberty have come up with a lot more intensity than normal. And we'll see if the adjustments at the half help the Aces more or the Liberty more, or if we stay a little bit here here in this uh, half, which is very, very close. Because I feel like the Aces have really made great adjustments throughout this series to pull away. I not agree with you more. As we are now back from the broadcast, at least we're doing a little uh, infomercial for the a little advertisement of the WNBA. And again, this season has been Courtney Vanderslip's best half of the series. She's, only, she's averaging nine and a half points, two rebounds, and I think that was three assists. She's already above that for rebounds. She already got four mm-hmm. rebounds in this one with also five points already. Vandersloot was open. But Chelsea, great to get out. As John Quill Jones trying to back down Wilson out for Inescu, who does not get not able to get it to go, and it's rebounded by Gray. But it's a good possession out of the timeout. Inescu, even though she was leaning a little bit, had a wider pull from behind the arc. But again, the Liberty, you know, only up by five. Which if you're the aces, you got to be thrilled because the Liberty have played the be- a better first half. Out for Alicia Clark again for three. That one is no good. Rebounded by Stewart. And New Not York sure looking this- to push. Not sure this quarter's been great here for the Aces since the timeout taken by the Liberty, but another miss there by Vandersloot. But there's a lot less uh, there. There's less hesitation on those jumpers from Vandersloot more often than not, at least in this game. Plum, nice move for Clark trying to find the open shooter. Couldn't get the Young fast enough. Jackie Young up, no good. Rebounded though by Wilson, spinning, no good, but gets the foul on Jonquel Jones. And that is not a good sign. I think that might be John Quill Jones' third foul. Which means she'll be done for the rest of the half. Vanderson's also coming out as Wilson goes to the line. Actually... Uh, that was Vandersloot's third foul. My apologies. I don't know how Vandersloot got that foul, but regardless, regardless, she's off the floor. 
as Wilson's good. So she makes both. They're up by only down now by three are the Las Vegas Aces with about 340 left in this second quarter. Yeah, Vandridge Sloot's got five points, three assists, and three fouls here in the first half. Jonquil Jones open in the post, and there's going to be a foul. Clark or Wilson? Both were there on Jonquil Jones. And it'll, be, and it'll remain to be seen if the Liberty can get their first points out of the, from the charity stripe. It's been, I want to say it's been 13 nothing in favor of the Aces thus far, which is perhaps maybe the only reason why they're still in this. Jones, good for the first one. As Stokes comes in, Clark takes his seat. That one made there for Jones. I do want to say, Spencer, um, Alicia Clark's uh, Alicia Clark offensively has played a lot better this game than in the first two games in Vegas. I got to agree with you there. It's now plumb on John Quell Jones, which means Noah Johannes has got to guard Wilson. They got to get that ball to Wilson somehow here with five seconds left in the shot clock. Plum floater. It's good through John Quell Jones. Tough take to the rim by Tough take to the lane by Plum, but she's really had it going. She's got 13 in this one as Stewart gets it to go. Oh, tough that's a tough there for finish. The what a was tough finish that, at the rim tonight. Was that, almost sandwiched there from Wilson and Stokes, but somehow got that lefty layup to drop. Trying to fight through there is Wilson. She goes down and possession will go the other way. They double Aja Wilson yeah. in the post and she couldn't get away. And great timing on the double team there from Laney and Jones. And I like I like the no call. Let them play. Well, because it wasn't a foul. Jones and yeah, Laney but, are just there. Yeah, but also Kayla Thornton was Thornton was also there when she allegedly committed that foul on Wilson. That is fair. As John Quill Jones makes another layup. The Liberty again pulling away a little bit here at the latter half of this second quarter. And assist 14-5 in favor of the Liberty Cage. And Plum, it's good. Plum has really taken advantage of either Unescu, Vandersloot, or Johannes playing defense on her. And she's really running whoever offense on them. Well, it's okay because John Quill Jones just cashed a two on Defensive Player of the Year, Aja Wilson. And she's really had a strong first half. I believe that's now 18 points for. As Plum there with an errant three. John Quill Jones already got 18 in this half. She has been easily the best Liberty player throughout these three games. She has been the most consistent, especially. As an Eskew for three, no good. Rebounded by Stokes. Is it off to Jackie Young, who Benajelani immediately picks up Young, and it's just moments like that. They're you're they're right up they're right up in the aces of spaces, and Gray is another tough look to go mid mid ranger. But all those shots have been tough jumpers, contested jumpers. Like nothing has been easy for the aces aside from maybe Kelsey Plum. I want to mention on your cage is that shot by Benajelani rattles out. 
Guess how many rebounds John Cole Jones has in this game? I want to say two or three. One. The center's got one rebound with 18 points. That has got to change going into the second half. So offensively, John Cole Jones got it going. Defensively, he'd like to see a little more. And I think that's another second block there for John Quill Jones. He's got more blocks than rebounds. It's kind of weird to see. Do you want to mention here, Jackie Young is one for six right now. Chelsea Gray is one for four. And A.J. Wilson's two for six. So Ace is kind of ice cold right now from the floor. Stokes for three, no good, but it was right at the shot clock. So it's a shot clock violation going against the Aces, which will mean the Liberty will have what looks like the second last possession. But something again, telling Stat Cage, seven three turnovers in favor of the Liberty. The Aces have been very careless with the ball tonight. And again, they're only down by five, as careless as they've been with the ball. As in and that's been ugly pass for Dolson, up for Stewart wide open. That's ugly defense by the Aces. They don't get punished, though. Stokes, very young. This might be the last possession of the game, or quarter, and it will be. The last possession of the first half, it looks like. Gray, free walk. Gray, it's good. Lazy defense on both sides here at the end of the half. And that can't happen. I was ugly by both teams there at the end of the half. We still have one more shot, you'd think. Stolen there by the Aces. Plum taking a look. Takes a three. No good there for Plum. You would have wanted to see her try to drive it or give it off to Stokes there. But regardless, the Aces come in only down by three going into the second half. And McCage, uh, if you remember, at the, en- at, the- at the end of the first half in game two, it was a three-point lead for the Liberty. 49-46. They got blown up, blown oh, up the game? second half. Was that game one? That was game I meant I meant game one. If I said game two, I meant game one. In game one, they were up 49-46 after the first half. They got blown out in the second half. I think the difference between that game and this game is that they've done a lot of good things. They have done a lot of good things, and it's and it's such a shame that they're only down by five despite doing a lot of those good things. And you have to be encouraged if you're the aces as well. Only down three despite Young, Gray, and Asia Wilson all shooting below 50% from the field. So Kelsey Plum, man, if she had a good first half. She has had a great first half, Cage. 15 points on 50% from the field. But I also want to mention, Cage, the minutes here for Las Vegas Aces. 20 minutes for Kelsey Plum. She did not come off. Jackie Young, 20 minutes. Did not come off. Chelsea Gray, 18 minutes. A.J. Wilson, 17 minutes. So, basically, all the starters for the Aces, not named Kia Stokes, with the mixture, if you include Kia Stokes with um, Alicia Clark, they never came off the floor. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see if fatigue plays a factor as this game goes on. For the Las Vegas Aces. As I don't think for the Liberty, not one player, Benajia Laney played 18 minutes, John Quill Jones played 18 minutes, but not one player played the full 20. Even with all the timeouts taken by both teams. Rotation. For the, for the majority of this final. The only time we've seen, like, the benches get emptied out is when it's been a blow-up. Which, ironically, so, has happened in both games. 
Exactly. Um, so if this game is any any closer, if this game does stay close, I expect the Aces to roll with a six-man rotation the rest of the way. And it remains to be seen how that will factor, like you said, Spencer, at the end of this game, if it comes down to the last five, last three minutes of this game. And not only that, Cage, how it's going to affect you know, the start of the third quarter, because again, it'll be the first real break other than the timeouts that Plum and Young got. So we'll see if they come out good. And if Kelsey Plum comes out fresh and she's already got 15 and looks great, who knows what's going to happen here? So. Because you got to expect one of Wilson or Gray or Young is going to get it going. Now, you and I both predicted at the end of game two, what we thought would happen in game three. You and I both had the aces winning. You had them by eight. I had them by 12. I, my game was higher scoring. Your game was lower scoring. Do you stick by your prediction? And I don't have exact numbers off the top of my head for either of us, but do you stick with an aces win here in game three, or do you think there's going to be a game four? Sorry, I still stick with the Mason's win. The only reason why, the Liberty could not have played any better. They dominated the assist category. Turnovers uh, were in their favor. Turnovers were in their favor. They really shut down the trio of... Not, not They didn't really shut down the entire backcourt, but Kelsey Gray, Jackie Young, and, and then Adrian. And then Asia Wilson, too, have not really gotten it going. The only person that's really had it, had it going has been Chelsea Plum. John Cole Jones has dominated. She's gotten touches. She's gotten touches on the touches at the rim. Courtney Vandersloot has shot better. So has Sabrina Unescu. Lady's played better. Stewart hasn't really shown out, shown out, but she hasn't been a net negative on the floor. But yet you're only up three. Despite all those positives that was just said, you're only uh, the, the Liberty are only up three, and that's a scary thought. It definitely is a worrying thought if you're cheering for the Liberty right now that they played a great first half, and again, they're only up by three. In SQ also has eight assists with six points. As Vandersloot, again, only got five, but Vandersloot's probably playing her best game of the series. So we'll see who comes out with the better adjustments here going into the second half as we get ready for the third quarter during the halftime. <laughs> 